This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. the podcast my name is patch and this is the regular show i'm joined by rich as always on this is episode 197 uh and rich it's a it's a it's a day that um, we'll never forget it's mike's birthday obviously mike pedley started the podcast with us over eight years ago now and uh he's always in my thoughts but especially on today being his birthday but whenever i sort of hear anything fast show related or alan partridge or anything like that he, he had the sense of humor similar to me and to you so constantly in our thoughts but uh yeah would be his 43rd birthday today rich yeah three years ago well not three years ago he died but yeah three years ago we did lose him this uh 2020 yeah like same as you any new comedy that comes along i think he would love this now because he introduced me to quite a few comedies people just do nothing things like that like you said but yeah when when a new comedy comes along i think oh he would love these he'd love this i'd love to recommend it the other way around but unfortunately yeah Hopefully he's done up, up there in the sky looking down on us and watching these combis. But yeah, is a never thought this day would ever cut. No, we never thought growing up together would we'd be saying goodbye to him at such a young age. But absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, we the, the history of this podcast. As I say, we started it back in 2015, um, and we would get together every single one. We didn't have Zoom. We didn't have any uh, no. way of recording conversations and things like that. So we'd come to my house and we'd record for an hour, and then we'd sit and watch comedy on the tv for a couple of hours afterwards or but they were great as yeah it's an excuse for us to meet up wasn't it the podcast back in the day yeah just an excuse to have a chat and be funny and record it and send it out to ever ever people to enjoy i didn't ever want to meet up with you any other way to be honest but there we go um so yeah the obviously people know about the 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 bonus show now robin's review that um that has been born out of the podcast comment uh given our post-match reaction to every Bristol City match. And uh, someone who's contributed to that podcast is our guest today. And Rob Blamey, who provides our halftime summary and also a guest on the podcast fairly regularly, um, is with us now. And Rob, you have set up your own concern doing bespoke quizzes. And it's our bespoke quizzes, the halftime sponsor on the podcast. And uh, before we you tell us all about that, how the devil are you? Very good. Thank you, and very honoured to uh, to be on on the main episode. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, ple- a pleasure to finally uh, cross swords, so to speak, with Rich. Yeah, you've, up, and, you've, uh, up, you've upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So thanks for coming on, Rob. Um, you've always liked a good quiz, as as Rich, as as I, and as has uh, as, as did Mike as well. He he always we always loved doing doing quizzes at the Langley Arms and then doing them on the podcast. But uh, tell us about your love for quizzes and what you've set yourself up with. So yeah, exactly like you, always loved doing a quiz. Um, and this really came out of uh, lockdown and. You know, we all used to jump on Zoom calls with our mates. That was our our way of meeting up during lockdown. And when I got together with my group of mates, this was 
I'd say my oldest group of mates, uh, we played football and cricket together when we were kids. And uh, to keep in touch over the years, we've been having a, a curry club for probably nearly 15 years now where we take it in turns for somebody to pick a curry. We'll all meet up for a few pre-drinks and go for a curry. And that that's sort of our the way to maintain that friendship. We've all moved to different places. And uh, so when we got together for this, I, I thought, what can I what can I do to sort of just make it a bit better than just having a chat? Because we all know that blokes, you, yourselves aside doing a podcast, we don't normally just sit around chatting, do we? Unless it's about football or something like that. So in order to make it easier for, for the lads, I thought I'll liven things up with a little quiz. Mm. And um, I guess having attended a lot of quizzes over the years, what I wanted to do straight from the get-go was not make it the same old sort of tired old format you know here's a here's a sport round here's an art round here's a literature round all that sort of stuff because what you tend to happen is the same old questions get recycled do the rounds and you've heard a particular question at 10 different quizzes yeah um so I've never been one to take a backward step in terms of making a, a fool of myself for others entertainment that's exactly what I did. Um, then, then I expanded it to a few other sets of mates, and I think the the real sort of turning point was when we—I don't know if you remember—we were allowed to meet up with X number of people outside, yeah. and you know all these certain different arrangements. And I turned one of them into a sort of a, a themed garden party, which the quiz would then follow suit. So we. We had one which I always remember was a cricket tees themed garden party and everyone turned up in their whites and their pads and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and then all of the rounds of the quiz had some sort of tenuous link. And you, you'll get that from me. Tenuous links is quite a common thread. Um, so we just sort of built a quiz around that. And the, the feedback was just so good. that, And, and I actually love doing it. I love sort of getting the creativity going and, seeing the reaction from people. I'm very much about a sort of typical people pleaser, I guess, um, in that I want to do something that has a positive impact on on other people. So, um, so that was that. And then sort of wind the clock forward. I had um, a bit of a health scare towards the end of last year. Fortunately, it, it was fine, but I did uh, undergo uh, an operation and had some recovery time. And it was in that that period of recovery that I thought, what what can I dial up that I really enjoy doing? And this is sort of where RB Spoke Quizzes started. And the, in, in simple terms, I like the idea of creating and hosting tailor-made quizzes. So that's where the bespoke comes from. It's very much a case of somebody might approach you and say, oh, well, we're interested in having a quiz. But then you really sort of dig deep. OK, well, who's your audience? Um What's the environment? How many people are going to be there? And then that starts to formulate some ideas and that you might and you'll, you'll have that open consultation with the person hiring you potentially um, and ending up with something that is quite unique for each occasion. And I ended up doing in the course of this year some uh, charity fundraising gigs up at my local pub, which the, the Ring of Bells in Nailsey, um, raising money for cancer research. So again, you've got the added bonus there that I was helping to raise money, but it 
it's just seeing the reaction in people. And as I said, I've never been shy in making a fool of myself. So that occasionally, not every time, but occasionally there'll be some quite cringy rounds in there, but they seem to go down well. Yeah, I think that's a that's cracking idea to to have that. Yeah, you know, give us give us your requirements. How long do you want it to last? What type of audience? What type of age? How it, whether you can use any multimedia or or whatever. There's there's a plethora of ideas that are thrown around with with quizzes, and yeah, I think it's something that that will take off. So if if there's if there's a, a pub landlord listening um, who wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to to get in touch? Okay, so there, there's a couple of ways. Um, first of all, I've, I've set up a, a designated Facebook page. So the Facebook page you should be able to find RB, sorry, RB apostrophe spoke. So RB spoke quizzes. Um, and there's a function on there to uh, message me directly from there. There's also my contact name, uh, sorry, contact number, and also. Um, email address that I've got dedicated to it as well, which is rbspokequizzes at gmail.com. So there's a, a number of different ways. Um, Rich is curious to know why you've named it after him as well. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, you haven't met me yet. And you, Rich you... Brain, Rich Brain Quizzes. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Partnership. And I guess it doesn't have to be uh, spoke. I guess some landlords might just say, right, just come and do a quiz, fill two hours. So you've got obviously multiple quizzes that you can just bring to the table, can't you? Yeah, you, you can do. Uh, I'll give you a classic example, actually. So um, as from next Tuesday, I'm going to be doing a weekly quiz at the Windmill Inn in Portishead. And that, that came about from, I talked about friends in the Curry Club couple of them actually well more than a couple but live in Porter's Head and the landlord there was looking for a new quiz master so I went over and spoke to him and I said well look this is this is the model that I've been using but fully adaptable you know how does it sound and you are literally walking somebody through this is typically what mm -hmm. I would do is this the kind of thing and he, he turned around straight away uh, Chris the landlord there turned around straight away said yeah this is exactly what I want and he'd seen loads of other people who I guess had just peddled out the same old well, I think there's a so. there's a company somewhere centrally that just farms out quizzes this you know sheets of sheets of paper to pubs you know Absolutely. whether it's a chain or whatever but um yeah probably this there's people all across the country doing exactly the same quiz on the same night but you're offering something completely completely um you know bespoke yeah, exactly that. And like you say, he he hasn't said, right, I specifically want this, but I've sort of had had conversations with him and said, look, this is what I'm thinking. Um, and I, I've already, because it hasn't started, this conversation with him was about three weeks ago. And so it gave me a bit of time to get some new quizzes in the bank. Um, and without revealing any details for anyone who might be attending the, the first <laughs> few, each of those rounds are unique and pay homage to, let's say, that this is the start of um, a new partnership or um, doff a hat to the venue itself. So th there's lots of things within my quizzes that I make current and specific to what the quiz itself is. So, of course, yes, over time, you will build up 
a bank of questions, but I don't think I'll ever produce a replica quiz, even though there is scope to theoretically lift and shift certain elements. Yeah. um, I want it to always feel unique every time. Yeah. And I guess uh, if you just keep a little record of which pub you've delivered that in which postcode, then, uh, you know, once you once you get a year down the line, there's no harm in rehashing some of those questions because, you know, eventually you may run out. But, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's fantastic and fair play to you for for getting getting that started. And lots of things get born out of lockdown and born out of time when you've got, uh, you know, time on your hands to, to, to do stuff like this. So fantastic to get that going. Rich, any, think, any pro- yeah. probing questions from you? Well, I've done a few quizzes back in the day, and I want to know, Rob, how you how do you gauge difficulty? What's easy? Because what might be easy to you is difficult to other people, and it's hard. There's nothing worse than doing a quiz and no one knows the answers. Yeah, well, you'll totally get, get somewhere everyone knows the answers, so they feel part of it. Yeah, you need some like separating the boys and the men kind of question, don't you? So how yeah. do you, how do you gauge that yourself? So I totally agree, and that that is one of the the things as, as feedback you you get, or even before the event. Oh, you know, don't make it too difficult. And exactly as you thought, Rich. Well, what what is difficult? What's difficult to yeah. you might not be difficult to somebody else. So I have. Um, my idea behind it is yes it does need to be testing to a degree because if you just farm out questions that everybody knows again people get bored of that because it's not a challenge the other thing that i try to do is have a high proportion of questions that might be not that you just point blank don't know but you might think oh i could have a guess I don't know, but I could have a an educated guess. The the other thing is in a lot of environments, not all, um, and we'll we'll go on to discover this later, but if you take a pub environment, most people are competing in teams. So you're you're fishing for maybe at least two of the four in a team to have some semblance of an idea that yeah. can then provoke that conversation. So so yeah, it, it is almost like casting the net and and stirring up that 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 level of frustration, but intrigue and and sort of oh yeah, I think it's this, and then you know the classic when you read out the answer. Oh, I told you it was that, and <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. just to just to provoke Pikes all of that break out so, all over the pub. Yeah, it's, exactly. There's also that worry as well. I've I've been in a situation going to a quiz when they say, well, the next round's Coronation Street. And yeah. that's it. You're out of that round because you don't know anything about it. So yeah, you can't really, Same, you, can't, you can't really specialize on one thing, can you? One particular thing? No, absolutely. Um, another example of that might be kids TV programs, or um, the, the thing that it's a strange one because obviously you guys know how much I love my sport. The, the round that you always say, All right, okay, now now it's sport. The amount of groans that yeah, gets. Yeah. So you're right. So I, I don't tend to do many rounds that are actually traditional rounds. Yeah. What what I tend to do is sneak in the sport content within other rounds. Yeah. 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 Like okay. yeah, like like name the yeah, like if you're doing like a year round or a, a decade round. Yeah. You can you can sneak you can sneak one then. Yeah. You, you will you will find out um when when I do the um the quiz for you boys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is a there is a quiz 
come in right in the corner and then we'll get on to our recommendations and room of dooms as we always do on the on the regular show but yeah it is a hard task rob as you know i do the quiz uh twice a year in work and uh you've got a range a wide range of ages there you know ranging from 18 up to 65 70 almost uh so it's about finding that middle ground um and, and making sure it all works properly and again i think as as time goes on people if if they really are interested and in, say say people go into the windmill in there will be a mixed demographic there if you're really keen to sort of regularly participate or think about going it's always worth thinking about the, the composition of your team anyway you know try try and get a, a different demographic within your team yeah and and you know that that's a way of, of getting around that sort of stuff but it is always a fine fine balancing act and you will i found the more quizzes you do you do start to learn what lands and what doesn't land and maybe where you do need to take the foot off the difficulty pedal a little bit um but again i'm trying to get away from this being all about the quiz nerds relentlessly winning quizzes mm. what what i'm trying to do is add a bit of personality and and make everything fun as well yeah so it's more about the occasion rather than that that real competitive and i've done a lot of quizzes where you know top five or six teams are all within five points of each other and that's that's kind of you kind of know then that you you've you've hit the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, and and if you get like seven rounds into a ten round quiz and you are lagging behind, you know it's it can easily switch people off quite quickly as well. So yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one, and and hopefully yeah that it hits. It's a big hit with the with the windmill, and then and then the world is your oyster from from there on in. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. And um, the the thing is, the pub quiz is is the obvious one. Yeah. But the, the the way that I'm sort of attacking this, if you like, is uh, you know my my hook is creating and, and hosting tailor made quizzes for any occasion. Mm. So you know you you've almost commissioned me tonight to do a, a quiz for you and Rich. Now that that is the way I'd do a quiz for you two will be very different to how I would do it for a whole pub full of people. It was my and understanding. It, and it is a completely that, uh, different dynamic. It was my and... understanding, Rob, that no money would change hands tonight. <laughs> but, <laughs> you, you know, th this really can be from sort of pubs and clubs, which are your obvious ones, um, right through to um, corporate events, yeah. charities, private parties, you know. So, you know, Our somebody mixers. might be having a... A birthday celebration it might even be a themed birthday celebration and your quiz becomes part of it or you might even say well do you know what if you want i'll help you out with the event planning and you know that mm. there's so much scope of where you can take it but i think the key yeah. with all of this is to build those relationships and get to know the, the people the scenario and go from there really brilliant love that well Without further ado, I'm going to hand the reins over to Rob, um, who's our quiz host for this evening. Over to you, Rob. Thank you. I, I just love how excited Rich just, <laughs> just got them. 
Have you, have, you not, have, you not, have you not got a theme tune you come on to? Or? Ooh, yeah, so maybe, maybe I yeah, should, should have a walkout tune. Catch, catchphrase. <laughs> well, funny enough, no, I won't go into that because it's not going to be around. But there, there is um, a picture quiz that is kind of a little bit catchphrase inspired oh. in that it's say what you see okay. to name the, and I'm running out of things that rhyme with C, Um <laughs> but it's a, usually a succession of pictures that will then reveal the answer. And that that usually, in a, in a pub quiz, that will usually sit with the team for the whole first part. And, yeah. and that, it, I and used that, one at work recently, and people were just pouring over it. Um, that, pro- so that probably wouldn't work on a podcast either, a picture. No, it, ex- exactly that. So we'll, we'll steer clear of that one for today. <laughs> um, so I talked about sort of making things fit the, the audience so this this one we've got um three rounds and i'll just give you the round titles and it's not in the order that it should be for you guys but you'll appreciate why they're all called that so round one is going to be called peeps all right round two is going to be called podcast and round three is going to be called three ah, okay all right and you will have different ways to answer and different ways to score points. And I think we'll we'll attack it one round at a time. So the first round peeps, there are 10 questions. You will in turns give me a number between one and 10 and that will determine what your question is. If you get your question right, you will score a point. If you don't, it will be passed over for your opponent to have the opportunity to steal the point. Lovely. Game on. So that is just the that's just the rules for round one. There will be different rules oh. for each round. Okay. I just hope the patch didn't tell you I'm a, I'm a massive fan of ITV programs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you wrote those questions around me liking ITV <clears throat> programs, then uh, I didn't tell him anything. So I so I, I think it would be only fair that um Rich, because he's obviously changed his name to, to fit in with RB Space yeah. quizzes. Yeah, took me just Rich, Rich gets first choice, so between one and ten, Rich. I'll go with number four, please, Rob. Number four. Okay, I think you'll get this straight away. Oh don't put um, <laughs> uh, later, Patch. <laughs> later. <laughs> Sorry, so question number four, Rich. Yeah. Is which UK actor comedian played the lead role of Factory Records boss Tony Wilson in 24 Hour Party People? People being the bit that relates it to Peeps. Do I've done there? Well done. That's very clever, Rob. And I'm going to answer that question with Mr. Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan is correct yes. for one point. Up and running. All right, Patch. Yeah, fine. So you will you will you will see the tenuous <laughs> link of why this is called Peeps. Patch, what number would you like? Number seven, please. <laughs> Question cashier number seven, please. <laughs> okay, number seven. As at July the sixteenth, two thousand and twenty-three. Couldn't get any more recent data. Um which country has the highest population? Um, China. Incorrect. Rich for the steel. 
for the steal. I'm going to go with... I'll go with Russia. Wrong. So no Seriously. points scored in that. Um, China was second, Patch. Okay. Um, very, very close second to India. Ah, okay. uh, no other country comes anywhere close, to be honest. Right. Okay. So that is zero points each on that All one. All right, don't rub it. Right. <laughs> so, Rich. I'll go with number eight, please, Rob. Number eight. Okay. Again, falling right into your wheelhouse, this one. Uh, Hello, everybody, peeps. Was a catchphrase used by which comedy character? Rob, it is Stavros. Stavros is correct. He's getting yes. all the easy ones here. Well, two it's, point, it's, it's, it's random correct. selection patch. Random selection. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Patch, what are you going for? Uh, sorry, Rich, what number did you just do? Eight. That was eight. Okay. okay, number three then, please. Question number three, please. Uh, question number three. It's a toughie. Oh, for yes. God's sake. Come on. <laughs> In which year was Pulp's? Common People oh, I know. released. I know that, I think. Oh, blimey. It's, it's between two years for me. Um, 1995. <gasps> Correct, for one point. Oh! I will check his... Um, can you share your screen for a minute, Pat? You're not on Wikipedia? <laughs> Absolutely not. That was that was crucial, Pat. You were yeah. in danger of just losing a whole quiz Languishing. Because I would have yeah. got that. So, Rich, back back with you. Number one, please, Rob. Number one. Unbelievable how this has fallen for you. Which comedians play the lead roles in The Peep Show? Oh. So that is David... Oh, that's going to bug me now. Oh, no. Beckham. David... Bellamy. No. <laughs> oh, the posh twat. Um, Jason. I know, I know. Robert, Robert, and David. How long did you get for this, Rob? Well, I, I, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not googling. Oh, Dave, what's his name? David. Fuck it, not worry. I'm just. Um, no swearing, please. David. Please. David Mitchell. Half a point, correct. And Robert. Short begins with P. Well, do win it. I'm gonna say Robert Pope. Something like that. Nah, no, fine. so you can have half a point. Patch for the other half a point. I think it's Webb, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah, Robert Webb. Web, it? Thank you. I thought you'd get that, Rich. I, I, well, I got half of it. Yeah. So the scores at the moment, halfway through the first round, Rich has two and a half, Patch has one and a half. Ooh, Patch, it is your choice next. Number 10, please. Number 10. <laughs> You're going to hate this one. Oh, for God's sake. Taken on board the space shuttle. To aid an astronaut's breathing in the case of a mishap, what are PEEPS? They are called PEEPS because the acronym for them is P-E-A-P. So what does the P-E-A-P stand for? Oh, my God. Um... No, I'm not even going to guess. Particle emulsifier artificial projection. No. Not a bad guess, what, what What does it do again? What does, what does the equipment do? Uh, it aids an astronaut's breathing in the case of a mishap. Personal 
Personal <laughs> is correct. What? Personal. <laughs> Don't forget, this is a podcast. People are listening. <sighs> I bet it's a personal escape activation pod. So, uh, so no, it's place they can go e- in. It's personal egress air pack. Oh, worst question ever, Rob. Obvi- obviously, I got one. Got one word letter right. One word right. <laughs> uh, right. So over to you, Pat. No, me. Oh that's no, it, so it's you, Rich, isn't it? Uh, number nine, please, Rob. Number nine. Okay. Peas pudding <laughs> made from split yellow peas, ham hock, and vegetables originate from which UK region? It's got to be Yorkshire, isn't it? Region. A what, like a city, or what do you mean, region? No, like, like, um, like southwest. Uh, the East Midlands. Incorrect. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go northeast. Northeast is correct for the steel. After he said Yorkshire, as yeah, well. Yeah, then I've then changed my mind. Yeah, well done. <laughs> oh, so that's that's two and a half, one, two and a half, two, isn't it? Well, we've got two and a half, two and a half we've got, each. We've got a quizmaster to actually keep the score, Rich. So we haven't no, got to worry just, about that. I was trying to sway him, <laughs> trying to sway him one way. So this is um, you, Patch. Shit, you can take the lead. You've number got five. numbers two, five, and six left. Yeah, number five, please. Number five. In which early two thousands horror film is the question posed? Where'd you get those peepers? I know. It is. Don't know, Patch, do you? Let's hand over. Jeepers Creepers. It is Jeepers Creepers. One point to Patch. Okay, so Rich, question number two or six? Two, please, Rob. Two. Now, this is the most tenuous of the round. (laughs) Um, England's women's goalkeeper, Mary Burks. And I just thought that the word hurt was a little bit like peeps. Okay, um, very tenuous. Plays for which WSL club? Oh, used to be for City, isn't it? Um, Liverpool? Incorrect. I don't know. Chelsea? Incorrect. It's Man United. Ooh. Ooh. So, Patch... Um, he needs to get this wrong and me to steal it. To... Yeah. Okay. I don't think he'll get it wrong, though. Ooh. So, in question number six In which film is the lead character invited to join the People's Front of Judea? Oh, God. Um, is that Life of Brian? Shit. It is life for Brian. <laughs> Rich was ready to steal as I well. Was. Never thought Patch knew that. So, after a shaky start, at the end of round one, Patch is leading four and a half to two and a half. Oh. Come on. And like... that concludes the peeps round. Okay, very good. Very well done, good. Rob. Well done, Rob. Well done. Thank you. Right, so now we're on to round two. Educational is... as well, that round, what with uh, question ten. Which, what was question 10? About the people. Oh, the uh, personal egress. Space. Yeah, you've got, every day is a school day, Patch. You've, you've got to balance that in as well. So Absolutely. <laughs> um, so the next one, and I know you, you boys have been very excited about this. Mm. The next round is the buzzer round. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
So you you were both pre-show. You were invited for a bonus point to um, to basically get a buzzer ready. Catch, yeah. we clearly heard yours. Catch Rich, can you uh, just uh, use yours? <laughs> Rich so, is suffering uh, from noise, noise that's a suppression. Bit, that's a bit more original than just copying bloody uh, catchphrases. Uh, don't don't put it next to the microphone. Leave it on the desk. Oh, that's better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. I think I'm going to have to watch you both. But um, to be honest, Rich, I'm going to have to give Patch the point for that one. Thank you. You didn't have one until you showed him it. <laughs> right. So again, it's a ten-question round. Again, if you get buzz in and get it wrong, it will go to your opponent for the Ooh. steal. I know, yeah, no, no false buzzing, Pat. Just to... well, if I buzz, no, and I get buzz... it wrong, it comes to you. So you said the question first, Rob, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So don't buzz and then take five seconds thinking the answer. Okay, all right. Yeah, you... I don't think I will, I will Instant. pass over quickly. Instant. Two yeah. two seconds, yeah, two seconds to, to yeah. answer. Sounds good. Uh, and the other thing to always remember is that the quizmaster's decision is always final. Always the same. So, on the theme of podcast, question number one, what is the name of Chris and Rosie Ramsey's hit podcast called? God. Patch. Mr. and Mrs. Ramsey. Incorrect. Passed over to Rich. With the Ramses? No. Um... The answer is shagged, married, annoyed. Well, yeah, of course uh... it's <laughs> Ramsey Street. That's what they should have called it. <laughs> Question number two: When was the first iPod released? In what year? Rich, Rich has got to get this. Rich, two thousand and one. Correct for one point. Rich was the first one to have one, I think. Oh, the original one, yeah, big, nice, about that, that thick with. Just a big white thing. Mm. Question yeah. number three. Yeah, I got married as well. That's why I know it. I'm just going to give Pat married an iPod. <laughs> Pat, I'm just giving you one uh, one point for the first question. Yeah, only because that's where it best goes in the spreadsheet. It's for your buzzer. Thank you. That's nobody got it. I'm just going to pop it in there. Yeah, that's fine. Um, right. So, question number three. Remember, this is all about podcast. Sort of. In the film Castaway, what was Tom Hanks's character's volleyball friend? Press Brian. I, mine went. Mine went. I pressed the bloody buzzer. Yeah, I pressed mine ages before you. <laughs> I'm gonna start shouting. My buzzer is my voice. Just put your right. hand up. Instead, Rich. <laughs> my, right. my buzzer is my voice. Right. So okay. So you, what you're gonna have to do, Rich? You are. I'm gonna patch. I'm gonna let Rich because he's behind. I'm gonna let him guess first. Unbelievable. But my buzzer is my voice is in full. That is your new buzzer. Right, my buzzer, my voice, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. So, Rich, what is the answer? Wilson. Wilson is correct. But patch, I was I was leading in the first, last round, so don't don't give up yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> might, might be. I'm sulking, uh, I'm sulking now. <laughs> right. With this one, um, no, I won't say anything. I'll let you answer it first. Go on then. Question number four. How many pods are there on the London Eye? God. Nearest will win. Patch. 
26. Okay. Incorrect, Rich. My voice is my buzzer. My buzzer. <laughs> you're, I got, you're, I got you're already buzzed in. My buzzer is my voice. Um, I'm going to say 24. Patch gets the point. The answer is 32. Yeah. 32. I thought it was like, yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. I try to work out, but sure. <laughs> Question number five. Cast are an English rock band from which city? Blimey. My voice is my buzzer. Yes, Rich. Liverpool? Correct. Fair play. Never knew that. Education. Educational patch. Educational. <laughs> Learn that. Learn that every time. Right. This is one you both have an equal opportunity. In episode 194 of Three Peeps in a Podcast, Christ. Radio Bristol's Adam Crowther recommended which podcast? God. Ooh, yeah. That's how much attention we pay to it. Um... Yes, Patch. Uh, the Banksy podcast on BBC Sounds. Incorrect. Okay, now. Is there a podcast about Banksy? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I bet it's one of his chums, uh, James Hansen's podcast. <laughs> right, no points for either of you, and the fact that you've given him airtime to discuss with you his recommendations three episodes ago, and you can't remember it. Yeah, um, we got he, so many, aren't we? Shocking. Isn't it? <laughs> he he recommended the Witch Farm oh, by yeah. a guy called Danny Robbins, who he then went on to explain had also written the Battersea Poltergeist. And uncanny. I actually listened to it as well. Yeah, and, and on the strength of it, I listened to the Battersea Poltergeist. Well, I'm and sure he rec recommended the Banksy podcast as well. And mm. just just in case he is listening, I listened to it as well. <laughs> no, I actually did. <laughs> yeah, and me. but anyway, no, no points. Right. Okay. Moving on. So no, no damage. <laughs> question number seven. This year's pantomime at the Bristol Hippodrome is Peter Pan. Which renowned British... My buzzer is my voice. Yes, Rich. Andy Ford. Incorrect. Oh, oh, I'm going to read out the rest of the question. Which renowned <laughs> British actor... <laughs> David Suchet. David Suchet, yes. David Suchet <laughs> is correct. David Suchet. <laughs> so, yeah, David Suchet is leading the cast... I'm going. ...in the role as Captain Hook. Question number eight. A podiatrist is a medical professional devoted to the treatment of disorders of what? Podiatrist? Yeah. Podiatrist. Oh, okay. Yes, Patch. It's the feet, isn't it? Yeah, the foot, ankle, and related structures of the leg. Thank you. Well done, Patch. He threw me by saying podiatrist. Well, that's how it's spelled. That's how it's spelled. Oh, is it? Right, okay. In, that's why it's in this round. Of course. Podcast round. Of course. Um, question number nine. In terms of official viewing figures, which UK event was the most watched UK broadcast to date? <laughs> yes, Pat. The Women's World Cup final. What? Ever? In <laughs> I thought he said in this year. He said today. No, ever, ever. Oh. 
It's got to be then. Obviously, people don't have TVs that long ago. Charles and Diana's wedding. Incorrect. Can you repeat the question, Rob? Sorry. Yeah, you can. You can. You can keep going until you get it. So the rock, rock up Back on the buzzers. Yeah. In terms of official viewing figures, which UK event was the most watched UK broadcast to date? My buzzer is my voice. Yes, Rich. Princess Diana's funeral. No, that's what you said last time. I did. I said, I said, I said the wedding. <laughs> I said, okay. I that's, said Charles Dana's wedding. That's also wrong. Now I'm going for the uh, funeral. Pat? So it's not the funeral or the wedding, but oh. we, 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 we've said, have we? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Right. Okay. Um, no, no, correct. It's wrong. It is wrong. Right. Okay. Uh, blimey. Hurry up. Uh, yeah. Buzzers are back open. My buzzer is my voice. Yes, Rich. The Queen's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pat, it's back to you. Okay, now. Um, is it uh, an episode of EastEnders? No. Right. I'm going to have to write it off. It's the not. It's the 1966 World Cup final. Oh, I said that a minute ago and I was shouting out, but... Yeah, bloody hell. Right, okay. Right. Has that, been, has, that been, has that been adjusted for inflation? <laughs> Goodness knows. <laughs> right. For the last question of the podcast round, which coffee pod brand does George... My buzzer is my voice. Yes, Rich. Nespresso. Nespresso is correct. How's and that, that concludes the podcast round. Scores in that round. What are the scores? George bonus point for his buzzer are four each. Ooh, tiebreaker. Oh, lucky you found a buzzer patch. Well, it's not tiebreaker. It's it's round threes on the horizon. Okay, so it's and one round three hmm. has a plethora of points available. Crikey! Now, the way that round three is going to work is they are going to be alternate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no buzzers required. Oh, bloody hell. Alternate. You can decide between yourselves who's having the first question. Yeah, go on then. Okay, so. Beauty before age. You were Each my question first has three points available. Mm-hmm. Okay. The round is about three. So question number one to Patch. Any any of the three answers that you don't get right, the other person will have the opportunity to steal and it will go back and forth until you complete the set of three. Right, I'm with you. Okay, right. So the first question, which is to Patch, is can you name three of Madonna's UK number one singles? I can. Okay. <laughs> Like a Virgin. Uh, like a Virgin is not one. Okay, that's a good start. I'm going to say... <laughs> oh, no, no, Rich, Rich. Oh, sorry, sorry. So sorry. He, he gets to get three out of his mouth. Okay, I've got and three. And then you sweep up with whatever he hasn't said. All right, okay. okay. Um, holiday? Is also incorrect. Right, okay. And Cherish? Is also incorrect. Oh God! I've eliminated three so for you. you Rich. You've got you've got eleven to choose from. I've got eleven to choose from. Get... Patch, you haven't named one. So, Rich, you you can have three guesses here. I'm going to go Material Girl. Incorrect. Okay, no. I'm not uh, Rich. 
Express yourself. Incorrect. <laughs> Did she have any? True blue. Is one point. Go for that. Jesus. So Rich has got one so far. Pat, you can have two more guesses. Okay. Ray of light. Incorrect. Um, and uh, Vogue. Vogue is correct. Okay. Now what Rich, you can have one more guess. Don't Papa, don't, Papa don't preach. Yeah, good shape. Papa don't preach takes these third point. I've got two of those. So from question number one, Rich has two points and Pat has one point. I like that. Good. <laughs> right. Not the, not the result. So question number two will go to Rich first. Yes, please. Rich, I want you, according to statista.com, please tell me the three countries that were the leading exporters of beer worldwide in 2022? Uh, Germany. Is one. Holland slash Netherlands. Is two. The UK. Is incorrect. Yes. So Rich is sitting on two, Pat. You can guess the missing one. I've got three in my head, but I'm going to go for Italy. Incorrect. Oh. Rich, you get another shot. The US of A. Incorrect. Pat, you get another shot. Australia. Rich, you get another shot. <laughs> China, your Chinese beers. Incorrect. Pat, you're back in. Oh, my goodness. Um, blimey. France. Incorrect. Ireland. Incorrect. Belgium. Already, uh, no, it wasn't already said, but it's incorrect. <laughs> Spain. <laughs> Spain. Incorrect. What? Uh, whole of Europe here. Um, should big brands. So who's guessing now? Patch. Me. Uh, okay. Brazil. Incorrect. Okay, no. Uh, I can I can put it on the buzzer if I give you a clue. Go on. Hang on, let me, hang on I've unshared my buzzer. Bear with. My buzzer's my voice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Right, I'm back ready to with the buzz. Go. Right. The clue is lime. My buzzer. My buzzer is my voice. Yes, Rich. Mexico. Correct. Jesus, I thought Mexico, but I thought it went very big. You know what? Thought, Mexico didn't it? is actually the largest. Is it yeah. really? What, yeah. just, a, just a bottle just of salt? Corona. Yeah, no, no, corona. <laughs> and Corona. Mexico, then Netherlands, then Germany. Three out of three for Rich Brown. Yeah, oh, Rich has well now suddenly come into his own. He's flying. Uh, um, up to right, us. so Patch, you get the first opportunity to name the three teams who have won the most FA Cups. Oh, oh, good grief. Geez. Is it easy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Um, Liverpool. Yeah. So you can have actually Liverpool is an answer, which is Liverpool or Chelsea because they've got tied. Joint. Right. So sorry. So I've got to name three clubs. 
Liverpool, Liverpool Chelsea. Liverpool Chelsea is a is one answer. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, Manchester United. Yeah. This is where it gets tricky. Not really. Um. Don't think Arsenal have won that many. I'll go with Arsenal. Shit. Yeah, it's correct. It's a full house. Hey! <laughs> I get four Richie points. Chelsea as well. I knew all those. Yeah. Okay, so now this is Rich's. Mind you, Man City catching up. Yeah. Yeah. So Rich's question Name the first three Harry Potter books. Oh, for a fair that's <laughs> Harry Potter and. This, I'm just saying. I'm saying this. Yeah, as, you, you can you can do away with the Harry Potter yeah. and every time we'll take. Yeah, but that's all he knows. But I'm saying this as a, I'm saying this as a joke. This first one, <laughs> Harry Potter and the Temple of Doom. No, um, <laughs> Harry Potter. I gotta say, and the flaming Phoenix, Phoenix, something like that. <laughs> Phoenix from the flames. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not one of them. No. Oh dear. Harry Potter and the Enchanted Forest. No. <laughs> Uh, my last guess is oh god, Harry Potter's Return of the Jedi. <laughs> no, now if it helps, I've never watched or read yeah. any Harry Potter either. I've, ne- uh, I've never. Something read. tells me Patch Patch knows this. So go on, Patch. Okay, so you've got the Philosopher's Stone for one point. Chamber of Secrets for two points. And this is where I'm not sure. Uh, Order of the Phoenix. No, which is what Rich was trying to say, I think. Yeah. yeah. I knew there was a Phoenix one. So I know given, what the other ones are, but I don't know which Rich, order they are. Given that Rich has no chance, I'm going to suspend the yeah. back and forth on that one. Well done, Rob. Just, what? Yeah, just That's give outrageous. Patch two. Just, you got two, Patch. You got two. Quiz, like. Quizmaster's yeah. decision is final. Oh, I won't be, hi- be hiring you now. The, the third one was Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban, yeah. So, Patch, it's your first opportunity. And then the half-blood Question prince. number five. So, with the exception of Madonna, name three solo artists with ten or more UK number one singles. With the exception of Madonna, ten or more UK? Ten, yeah. ten he said. Ten. There ten. are six to go at. And you've just got to get three of them. Easy. I thought you can't wait. Ten. Yes. Okay. Um. Solo artists as well. Yeah, you said solo artists. Yeah. Okay. Um. Britney Spears. Incorrect. Adele. Incorrect. Embarrassing, Rich. <laughs> Do you say embarrassing, Rich? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Knows this Harry Potter, but nothing about yeah, music. Exactly, yeah. Whitney Houston. <laughs> Whitney incorrect. Houston. Well, Elvis Presley is correct. I thought you I said did... female. No. no, I said solo. Honestly, he never listens. Oh, Elvis said... Presley. Elton said... John. Elton John. Yes. That's two oh, already. God. I um, thought you said female. What do you think I said? Britney Spears. About Sir Cliff Richard. Correct. Ooh, he didn't listen to the questions. Twice he didn't listen to it. Yeah. It's because he said, with the exception of Madonna, I just put it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Stop as he thinking Harry Potter yeah. songs. Actually, your I, I think that's your problem, not the quiz's problem. Yeah. Correct. Um, so I listened back six, to that. 
the you, you stole my round, I stole your round. Yeah, the, the <laughs> six in order were Elvis Presley, Cliff Richard, Ed Sheeran, Calvin Harris. Jesus. And then really? joint fifth were Eminem and Elton John. Wow. Yeah. No, none, of them, at- none of them women there, were they? So. <laughs> Pat's just, you know, <laughs> Madonna's, Madonna had 11. But because right, we'd okay. already told you that Madonna had 11, yeah. she couldn't be in that question. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Right. So, um, who's it? This is Rich's, isn't it? Yep. Okay. So, Rich, you need to name the three most visited cities in the world. That's hell. London, New York. London is correct. New York is incorrect. Unlucky. Miami. So that's two guesses. And uh, Paris. Paris is correct. So Rich is on two points. Pat, you can have one guess. Okay. Um, and Rome. it's the number one answer. Ooh. Rome. Incorrect. Rich? Ooh, good guess, actually, Patch. Thank you. Good for you, Sydney. Um, Sydney. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk myself out of it. Okay. Um, Mexico City. Incorrect. Just go get rid of the most beer. It doesn't suddenly mean they're most visited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I gave it. It's got to be. Oh. What about I said London? Right? Um, London. No, and... said London. I know, no. Sure. I, thought we, I thought we said London. <laughs> It's not going to be. No one's going to get to the Middle East cities. Abu Dhabi. No. Los Angeles. No. Vancouver. Oh no. Ooh. Ooh. That was. Uh... Oh, I know what it is. Um... Cities, cities. <laughs> um, blimey. I think I know what it is. Moscow. No, Rich. Was it the V that got you excited? Venice? No, it wasn't the oh. V. <laughs> it was the sound of the start of it. Patch. Van. Um Morrison. Washington. No. Rich. Not beginning not beginning with V. San Francisco. No, good, good thinking. Oh, yeah. no. See what you've thinking. done there. Always thinking. See what you've yeah. done there. Uh, Shanghai. No, good thinking. Bangkok. Yes, correct. Oh, Got there in the end. Got there in the end. Really? Oof. Bangkok's up there. Bangkok, yeah. Right, so this is Patch. Name the three Enners. Um, Domingo, Placido Domingo. Yeah. Uh, Luciano Pavarotti. Yeah. And not sure. Correcta. If Rich can get it exactly right, he can have the point. I don't know. I wouldn't know that. So I'm going to give it. We're going to give Patch half right. for Correcta. Something like that, isn't it? It was Jose Carreras. That's it. Yeah. But I'll give you half for that, Patch. Thank you. Well done, Patch. Thank right. You. So, this is interesting. Is it? Because we've got three questions left, nine possible points, and I'm just going to do a quick totter up. 
property. Rich is currently on. Uh, You're listening to RB Spoke Quizzes. <laughs> oh, John, I did start again. <laughs> Come back right. after the break. Right, Rich is on 17 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Patch is on. 17 points. Ooh, there is half a point in it. This is for the Mike Pedley <laughs> quiz trophy. And that was with that buzzer bonus. The, the inaugural. The inaugural, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, open a beer at this point. It's getting yes. tense. So, so unprofessional. Champagne. <laughs> right, okay. So number eight, this is to Rich first. If I can storm into a lead, put the pressure on. Yeah, I, th- I think you could turn the screw here. Um, so what I want to know here is three of the top ten highest grossing films of yeah. all time. My... <laughs> Patch, no good. <laughs> the thing remembering, is my... remembering, Patch, you did have first dibs on three of 11 with Madonna. True, very true. The thing is, the films I kind of think are biggest earners are like, they've they've like been dwarfed by just some people like watching Bloody Spider-Man. Um Avatar. Correct. Titanic. Correct. Ooh. Rich, I what didn't think you were going to get either of those. So is it three of the top five, my name? Three of the top ten. Top yeah. ten, you say? So far, you have named number one and number four. It's going to be something like... Something about Mary. No. <laughs> oh shit! Didn't put pressure on. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quite a new film, isn't it? What's the boss? Ben Hur. <laughs> quite a new film, <laughs> yeah. Ben Hur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, that's that's incorrect, Rich. This is so, why we signed him on. Never make it at some point, just because they can't right. anything else to do. Um, okay, so w- one is the Avengers. No, um, one is one is Avatar. No, one of them is. Avengers Endgame. Correct, right. Avengers Endgame is actually number two. Correct. Is that, is that even in the top ten? It's bizarre, it is. right? So the full top ten is Avatar, Avengers Endgame, Avatar The Way of Water, Titanic, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Avengers Infinity War, Unbelievable. Spider-Man No Way Home, Jurassic World, mm. Lion King, and the Avengers. Yep. So it's littered with Avatar and the Avengers. It's littered with CGI films. Yeah, I've not seen that. Not seen any of those. I've seen Titanic. That's the only one I've seen. Uh, all those. Yeah, I've seen Titanic yeah. and Star Wars. Obviously, I've seen all of them. So yeah, you would patch you. So that was two to Rich two to me, and one to Patch. So Rich has. Opened his lead to one and a half now. Pat, you are next into bat, mm-hmm. and quite literally next into bat. God, because what I want to know is the three counties that have won the most cricket county championships. Oh God! Just name a county badge, isn't it? Literally, no idea. Um, Guess working out. Uh, Somerset. Incorrect. I thought I'd just say that just to get a bonus point. Um, 
uh, Yorkshire. Yorkshire is correct. Ooh. A crucial point at this stage. It is. <laughs> <Completely> <laughs> guess. He, 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 don't, he don't even know why he said it. No, no, no idea. Uh, and um, Leicestershire. Incorrect. Rich, you get two guesses. Two guesses. I'm going to go with Warwickshire. Incorrect. Shit. Essex. Incorrect. Yeah. Perhaps, you, perhaps you get to guess another two. I don't know anymore. And Rich didn't know any of the Harry Potter films. So you, <laughs> well, work you it don't out. know counties within the country you yeah. live in. We name counties. All right. Um, Lancashire. Incorrect. So would you want another one from me? Mm-hmm. Um, well. 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 <laughs> I can't remember what I've said or what I've said. Yeah. Yes, not... your, your winning answer so far was Yorkshire. It's not Gloucestershire, is it? No. Rich, you get another two guesses. Ooh, I was going to say that. Thank you for you said that. So it is then not... Incorrect. Fucking hell. Can't be, can't be Glamorgan. <laughs> Incorrect. Back to you, Pat. You've got another two chances. You're joking. Um... <laughs> I literally named them all, aren't we? Well, I'm, at least I'm naming cricket teams. Yours are naming counties. <laughs> Somerset, Gloucester. York, I can't think. Um... Essex, Glamorgan. Cambridgeshire. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oxfordshire. No, Warwick. <laughs> Literally named all the county cricket clubs. There's a lot you haven't. Kent. No. Fucking oh, hell. Stop swearing. I can't help it. Sorry. 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 Sorry is correct. Yes. So one more to go. Patch, it's over to you. Even more busy. Uh, Northamptonshire. Oh, I know it, I know it. Um, back to you, Rich. Middlesex. Middlesex is correct. Yes. Unbelievable. I never two. Right, so... Harry Potter. So that was two more. So Rich was a half point ahead. He's now two and a half points ahead. So, Pat, this is... Oh, no, this is Rich's question. This is crucial. Just get two right. So, basically, Rich only needs one of these. Yeah. Pat, you need all three. Okay. So... The question to end the three-round and the quiz. Rich Brown, the novel of its name, name The Three Musketeers. Yes. I know, I know, I know their mate. <laughs> what, Dog Tanyan? Uh, I know him. He's not classic. Uh... Oh, shut Pat, you can get you? I've got no idea, mate. D'Artagnan, and it was... You have to hand over. I, uh, I, I can't even guess. Can't even guess. No. Pat, you've got a chance. I, I haven't, because I don't know any of the musketeers. <laughs> You're bang wrong. Well, it, this, this is a yeah, bit of an anticlimactic end to the quiz, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Uh, Manuel. <laughs> no. Um, Sybil. Nothing. I've got nothing. Think of think of a new question quickly up to Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to think of a new question. Right, just think, just think of three things. Right. Okay. I'm gonna ask you Name so who's going three co-hosts of three peeps in a podcast. Okay, uh, right, I got that. 
Okay, I'm going to go with something close to my heart. Why don't you um, have you got a rant for us, Rich? Whilst Rob comes up with the final kind of final question, I've really got a rant. So everything's been good, man. Patch. Oh, good, good to hear it. <laughs> my, well, my rant is more uh, the rumor doom because it, it okay yeah it really wound me up, but it's too good not to go in the rumor doom. Okay, all right, right. Hold I bought, on. I bought you five seconds there, Rob. Uh, yeah, you might need to uh, ask him again. Okay, all right. I can think um, of it. If I could have a run, I was I was in bed uh, last week. I think it's Wednesday, and literally it was really windy, wasn't it? Mm. And then some cats started fighting outside, and then um, and then a moped went past. And I probably I possibly probably tracked his whole journey home. <laughs> oh, it was that, it, it was that loud, right? I could I heard him come from one side, mm. and I could literally map his journey home. It's so did, loud. Where do you live? Obviously near me. Next one. But no, um, it was so loud, it was ridiculous. That, that one little 50cc mm. pull back and go thing. I mean, it was like, like no, midnight, so there weren't much more noise going on, except for the cats fighting in the wind. But yeah, he kept... What's the... Um, I heard you mention your Brompton of late. Is that still going strong? Or? It's, still, it's still in the garage, yeah. Well, I thought you used it quite a bit, didn't you? I used to cycle to work, didn't I? Uh, before COVID. But yeah, and, we... and rides at the weekend. To warm yeah, well, I got, I got I got a proper road bike for that now, so I did buy a proper oh, right, okay. uh, Chris Boardman road bike, like a gravel bike. So but the, the Brompton's Brom- more for the Brompton is more. I could put in the boot. I could park in the park and ride. At least no, oh, take, yeah. at least take at least some of the sting out of my uh, commute. Yeah. But since I've been going back, it's only been two days a week, and it means carrying my laptop in. Like whereas before, I used to leave all my equipment there, mm. not not have to carry stuff backwards and forwards. So now I just drive into work now. But uh, Brompton, yeah. me and Kristen have been out because she got one as well. Mm. We did we did go out, park up by um, Tewell Hill and Staple Hill and cycle down to the centre, had a coffee nice. and come back. Yeah, so just laziness really since COVID, mate. Since yeah. since we've gone back to normal, I'm paddleboard. Even I'm paddleboarding in two weekends time. Mm. Uh, I'm really cycled. So yeah, a lazy year this year because because yeah. I found because I found golf. Golf oh, yeah. take, golf's taken up much, uh, most of my time now. Do you do you buggy yourself around or do you walk? I do walk Saltford, but uh, we're away in uh, San Pierre at the weekend over in Chepstow, so we have got buggies. And have you found any left-handed clubs for me yet? No, I don't think they exist. Even though, actually, one kid who does who is coming at the weekend does have left-handed clubs, so maybe I should ask him if he can bar- if you could borrow them for a. Well, I just literally want to. You could take me out the driving range, wouldn't you? I just need yeah, a dri- yeah. driver, I suppose. It's like euphemism. I went to the driving range tonight, actually. Okay. Very very productive. Good stuff. Um, is Rob ready? Right. How about name three yeah, golf clubs. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to. Uh, is Rob, Rob ready? Yes, he is. No, back to not. reality. Sort oh, of, there goes gravity. Oh, sort sort of. Um, Did you know Louis Figo was in Bath at the weekend? Yeah, I saw that. Why? Yeah. Uh, for some charity gig. Gig. Well, charity event. What? Uh, um, yeah, Jim Jim Rollo did shed some light on the uh, situation. I should tell you exactly what it was for now. Was it that bloke who ran into the sideboards? Mm, no. Right, so I am ready with a quiz question. Okay, make good. It, make it easy. Um, who's it for first? Rich Brown. Yeah, and he need, Rich needs one point. One. Yeah. Right. So, so earlier I asked the question, which solo artists... Ooh. Had ten or more um, yeah. UK number ones. Please say groups. No. Now, <laughs> what we want to know is 
who are the next three under 10? So, so the ones with the most that aren't 10. So 11 to 13. No, no, no. Oh, what I mean, yeah. All right, so they got nine number ones. And... Or, or lower. Yeah, or it's, lower. The, it's the next three in the list. Are you are you allowed to say the list again or not? Yeah, so what we had earlier... Um, hold on. It's a solo artist, mind pack. Yeah, solo artists. And what we had earlier was... Elvis Presley, Cliff Richard, Ed Sheeran, Calvin Harris, Eminem, Elton John. So on that list, who are the next? Leads. Mm, yeah, you can have... So basically, we're now looking for, as a minimum, um, nine or eight. But there are loads who've had seven. If you can name any within the eight, nine, and seven, surely to Christ, Kylie Minogue's one. Kylie Minogue, is oh, one of the he's, sevens. Won he's won the quiz. So <laughs> Rich, Rich has won the quiz, but yeah. you can see if I can you relax can get now. two more. I can relax. Kylie Minogue, you're looking at oh, solo. Come on, solo, solo, solo. Rod Stewart, uh, no, hmm, good shame, idiot. Um. It's almost like an easy quiz now. Um, Kylie Minogue, she's done really well, isn't she? Got to be a bloke in there. I uh, don't know. I've, I've, so, Patch, you can I've got, have I've gone blank. blank, Patch. Patch, you can have two more guesses. Uh, well, I said Adele, didn't I, originally? In my... um, no. Uh, I did, definitely. Did. Yeah, but you're still, still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, if Calvin Harris was in there, then maybe Mark Ronson might be in there. No. Just Rich, two more guesses. Just a producer, only. Um Fat Boy Slim? Uh, no. Bruno Mars. Oh, Rich, your voice changed. <laughs> <laughs> he said Bruno Mars. I'm saying... I can't be saying... I can't mention his name anymore. So I'm pretty sure... That Australian painter would have been in there, wouldn't he? You know when uh, when when Lewis Hamilton or whoever win, uh, wins the race and the checkered flag goes across. That's the end of the. That's the end of the yeah, race. Yeah, I, I think it is. I'm, I'm sensing. So we'll we'll quit there. Um, just for everyone interested. Yeah, I'm interested. Nine nine number ones was Rihanna. Oh. Eight number ones was Sam Smith. Oh. Okay. And the sevens, which are loads of, you could have had Ariana, Ariana Grande. Uh, easy for you to say. George Michael. Oh, George Jess, Michael. Jess Glynn. Really? Justin, Justin Bieber. Oh, they're all great, aren't they? Michael Jackson. Oh, no, I said Michael Jackson. <laughs> Robbie Williams. Tony <laughs> Temper. And David Guetta. Ah, David Guetta. There we go. That's what I was Isn't it amazing? Some names are shoulder to shoulder with some names. Yeah. You, how the hell would you put Temple Tudor with Robbie Williams? And how do you put Avatar and the Avengers in yeah. the top 10 films oh, all the time? The youth of today are terrible, aren't they? Yeah. There we go. There's more of them. That's all it is. Yeah. Wow. They... Congratulations, Rich. You are yeah, uh, the inaugural winner. Thank you very much. And of course, Rob, when um, you know, likes of Rob Williams, you have to go out and buy it rather than just stream it on your phone. But yeah, that's a great quiz, Rob. Thank you, mate. Especially as I yeah. won as well.
Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. I think yeah. the people, the people, the people. I enjoyed doing it. It was people, very bespoke. I think the people's mm-hmm. champion, the people's champion one. I think. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely did. Right. Uh, yeah. So, if you enjoyed that, and if you want uh, a bespoke quiz, then uh, RB spoke quizzes is where to go. So, um, yeah, big thanks to Rob for that. So we're going to come on to our room of doom now. Um, right. I, I I always get this wrong. I always pick a wrong one. I, I couldn't decide between three, so I'm going to read out the two that I didn't choose, um, and that is people who don't say thank you when you give away. Four, I gave away to four cars yesterday, and one said thank you. Um, daytime dawdlers, people who walk really slow around supermarkets and tight spaces where you have to wait to get through. But what I'm going to go for is people who can't park. Um, and this is people who uh, literally park either right up against the car that, so you can't get out the other side. Um, and, and I've got a new car at the moment, but it's relatively new, about a month old. And I purposely park way out of the way. And when I come back, lo and behold, there's a car parked right next to me, quite close. So, uh, yeah, people who can't park within the lines um, of, a, of a car park is my option. Rich, right yourself. Yeah, I know you're coming from parking, but what bugs me is when people take up two spaces, as in not across the white lines, you know, when they kind of parallel park. Yeah. But they leave so much space that they don't, they're neither up to the car in front or taxi to the curb. Or no, or they're not, they're neither up to the bumper of the car they're parking neck up with, or they're not, they haven't left enough gap for a car. They've, it's like they've left half a car. Yeah. To, so, stop, you park, so, stop, yeah. to stop you parking yeah. there. So they just, they literally just tease you. Just no, just to stop you kind of parking. Um, mine is I'm gonna ask Rob to ask, do this first. Well, mine, I'm trying to think of it. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> you have I, I can't believe how close what I thought of are to patches, and not only the one he declared, but the one he what was the other ones you didn't do, Pat? Uh, daytime dawdlers, yeah, and giving uh, people you give away to and they don't say thank you. So, so I Daytime dawdlers, as you phrased it, is one that I was really close to picking, which was those that are, let's say, walking in Broadmead of old, and then will just change direction, or they will just stop in front of you. Oh, stop in front of you is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was in my consideration. I also had a parking consideration, which I won't now champion, but that was, again, thinking like, I don't know, Tesco car park, people who choose to reverse into a space rather than drive into it even if there's somebody behind them right. so they're completely oblivious but but that actually plays into the one that i did get which is the same level of ignorance and it's still related to when you perhaps go out shopping and this is all to do with petrol stations um, and yeah. it's people that insist on lining up the pump on the petrol cap side of their vehicle at the cost of queues of 10 people behind them when all they have to do is go either side of the pump and use the stretch of the pump to go to the opposite side of their vehicle. There's even big signs up now that say this hose will stretch to the other side of your car. But but, but there are still... So my, my grief is with those people that are so ignorant that they ignore that, they can't read it, and they don't mind having queues going back out of the entrance to the petrol station just so that they can have it on the side they would prefer. Yeah. 
I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to say about the people who kind of get their petrol, then go in and do a weekly shop. Uh, we've done that one recently. I know, but I, know, I just wanted to say, um, you do, do, you, do either of you do TikTok? Do you do you on TikTok at all? No. no. Right. Get that one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not no, 12. No, no what, 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 what it was going to be, obviously there's some, there's some like funny comedies, people share like funny comedies. But, I, I still like but, the Instagram but, reels. If you uh, Instagram reel, David Brent reacts, you've got to follow that. Yeah, but there's, things, but there's things that aren't TikTok. But there's people who actually stage um, kind of confrontation just to make it, just try and get famous, like try and get reactions. But you mm. just know it's staged because they're already, they're already filming when the person's walked up to Yeah, them. yeah. So that's it, really. All right. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> you may have won the quiz, quiz Rich, but you ain't ruining room, room the, the win of doom. No, it's about time. <laughs> to be honest, those those ones that Rich refers to, there's also there's a, I keep seeing a hell of a lot of Americans primarily making up these stupid food concoctions, like putting eggs in a bag of crisps and making it out to be like Nouvelle cuisine. And honestly, they can't be serious with what they're preparing. Yet they, on, there's like, you end up watching a 20-minute video of absolutely nothing being overhyped. God. What, right, so, Rich, uh, who are you going to vote for? People who can't park or Rob's, which is people who can't park on the right side of a petrol pump? I'm going to go with you, I'm going to give you a patch, I'm afraid, uh, Rob. Um, just parking in general, yeah, because parking now is at a minimum, isn't it? When you're trying, you know, say you go somewhere, you're desperate for a space, and when, when someone can't park on it, which then means you can't park in a space and yeah that, that's, consider that, it i just push off okay uh we'll have to go i'll have to go for rob um on this occasion uh rob score draw <laughs> well well patch I, I think you're going to win this purely on the fact that yours was so broad you people know you can't park yeah people who can't park you you because they're as rich said there's those that don't leave a space that could leave a space there's those that straddle the lines um there's those in the petrol stations that we mentioned. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely loads. Well, ig the, ig Ignorant parking, I would suggest. Ignorant, yeah, inconsiderate, whatever you want to label it. Um, well, yeah. usually I go far too niche, so it's about time it went a bit more broad. And uh, yeah. there we go. Right, that's the Room of Doom done. Recommendations. So it's, not, it's not the win that, you know, that mattered, though, was it? No, it's not. It's not. Absolutely yeah. not. It's a, there was only one win today. There's only, uh, there can only <laughs> ever be one first winner of the inaugural... Uh, well, Michael Pedley quiz trophy. Yeah. And he would have um, loved it for me to win. He would. He would. Right. Recommendations. Um, I've got a varied selection here. One, go up into your mum's loft or dad's uh, and have a look what's up there. I found about 12 old Bristol City shirts that I knew I had, but I thought she had given them to a local charity shop many, many years ago. Um, but we found them and uh, posted it on our Twitter at 3PIAPC and it's caused quite a stir about offer offers flying in left, right and centre and lots of people saying what a, what a good a good haul it was. I've got, I got quite a few. I've got quite a few upstairs in my drawer. Oh, have a, have a little look. Have a little raid. But yeah, I think I've got like, a few hung, hung in my conservatoire. There we are. There <laughs> we are. Um, obviously, this was probably the oldest one. Yeah, nice. No, that that's one I have got. Hung up. Up, Steve uh, Gallier's size, mine. It is I'd, literally is. <laughs> I think I had the white version that they went the they wore at the yeah, nice. I had that one as well. I had that the, one as the well. Gordon Owen David Moyes penalty miss kit. Yeah, 
but the good news is it fits it it fits my kids so they can wear the wet retro ones when when they start coming uh so yeah go up in your loft and see what you can find um um uh, an app i'll reckon i'll recommend i i used to play on my amiga back in the day and i thought i wonder if there's a, an app for lemmings so I did. I found an app for lemmings. So the old game where you where you assign one as a digger, one as a no entry, one as a, a bulldozer, whatever. It's uh, quite addictive. So lemmings is available on the iPhone and other devices, I'm sure. And I'll then you, you, I'll, I'll tell you what is on. addictive. Do you remember on the, the old PC slash what, no, uh, Minesweeper? Yeah, Minesweeper. That game, yeah, that game you had to find the bombs? Yeah, that's quite... Um, I play quite, it every night quite famous i think quite still quite still quite well known that one i play a lot right some and then some some visible visual visuals visuals as well (laughs) uh so no one will save you on disney plus it's in the star you know star it's a a segment of disney plus uh it's about an alien abduction and there's no dialogue apart from literally about three words in it but uh kept you on the edge of your seat and uh, it was very well done it's not wally not no, no, it's, it's called no one will save you and then off the back of that i remember back in the 90s i watched uh, something on sky movies called um alien abduction the mcpherson tapes and that is available on youtube and it's a bit of a blair witch project filmed type thing um yes. and if you like if you like your your sort of scary horrors things like that it it does it stands the test of time but it wasn't as scary as when you didn't know what was going to happen so a couple for you to check out there and what what um my my wife is watching which i've caught myself watching a little bit of is i think my mum your dad with davina mccall oh god i actually stumbled on that the other day as well (laughs) so it's basically like love island but for the older generation uh and the kids are the ones sort of watching it and giving commentary. So it's a bit of goggle box, a bit of a bit of Love Island, and a bit. Do you know? Of do you know the worst bit? About, do you know the worst bit about that program? Davina McCall. Yeah, very as well. But <laughs> you know when they go to breaks, you know when they go to breaks and they kind of that little advertisement as they're going to the break and then do it as they come back. Yeah. When when, it, when it's a free women chatting. Oh yeah. Is Davina McCall? Yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't that bit. just an advert for something? Or it I is. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. When I go into break, it's like, oh, this program sponsored by so and so, and they have like a little like. Yeah. 10 seconds. Oh, Talking of Davina McCall, um, Big Brother coming back as well. Will you, will you watch any of that? Nope. You, did I, you watch I think, the first I think series? I, will. I watched the first series because it was all new, wasn't it? Now it's all yeah. now. When, when they did the first series back in the day, it was just mm. normal, normal people and they just literally got on with what they're doing. Now they got every, they got to take every box, they got to make, they got to bribe people to hate each other as a task. They mm. talk to her. It's, it's, it's so contrived. They all now. have an agent yeah. before they've yeah. gone in this time, yeah. I suppose, aren't they? And they're all desperate to get famous. They all play up to mm. the camera. Whereas that first few years, I mean, that first it, year, it I remember. Was quite I remember innocent, wasn't it? With nasty Nick yeah. and all that. They, did, they didn't even know anyone was watching. So they couldn't play up to the cameras. Didn't they know anyone was watching? No, they just, it was, it's the first time ever, wasn't it? So they didn't really didn't know how popular it was going to oh, be. Oh, right. Okay. They knew people would be watching, but not. Yeah, yeah, right. but it, yeah. But yeah, but now it's like. Yeah, that, genius. That, that, they'll have all sorts in there, won't they? If you watch, if you watch Big Brother series one back, you know, it it was just special, wasn't it? It was really, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. It's a bloody long watch that is. Yeah, if you if you watch it from start <laughs> to finish, I used to watch it in the middle of the night. I think. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. the live feed of them. What yeah. the chickens and the airplanes flying yeah. over and stuff? <laughs> yeah, you used to get good, good stuff on the live feed. Yeah, absolutely. No, very good. So, um, 
That's mine. I've got a, a plethora there, Rich, for you. What you got? Mine's a comedy called Here You Go. And I've just rewatched it again. It, it was out last year, but it might have gone past the wayside with you listeners. Mm. It was it was written by Tom Badston, and he's in it. Uh, remember Tom Badston who plays uh, Ricky Gervais's boss in Apple? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote it. It's uh, Jim Howick, what his name is, from uh, that murder. Um, what's, that, what's that kiddie program called about history? Horrible histories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Howick's in it. Uh, Annabelle Amberson. And if you're a, but it's, it's filmed, it's, so it's about a family, but it's filmed, basically the youngest child is doing a doc, uh, like a school project on his family. So it's kind of filmed through his camera. Mm. And it's just all the kind of little funny stories that they get involved in. And um, Pamela's in it from uh, Gavin and Stacey. Pamela. Oh, so it's, really nice. it's, it's called Here You Go. You'll find it on iPlayer mm-hmm. for the next year. It's just a, one of those easy to watch comedies that... Here you go. And you it's... switch it on and you just, yeah, you, you're, you're watching that one straight away because it's just a nice, easy, relaxing comedy. And it's relatively new, is it? Oh, last year, I think it was out originally. Okay. But it's called Here You Go. Okay. Lovely. So you go. Rob. I've got loads. I've got yeah. absolute loads, but not, not any of them really current. So I've sort of been digging around some old stuff or stuff that I've only just got around to watching. And then I thought, actually, there's some really good stuff I have seen that I don't know if all you guys have. So um, the most recent that I watched on TV that I really enjoyed was uh, on Sky, and it was A Town Called Malice, which oh. was... Well, yeah, so it's it's uh, it's set in 80s Costa del Sol. Um, oh, yeah, I think... Sort of a, a... Obviously around sort of a drug crime and all that sort of stuff. But it's it's got elements of tongue in cheek about it as well and also really good moments where they connect to the 80s music that it's all sort of built around as well mm-hmm. so it's a real feel good but it's it's actually also got a good story going on underneath it all right so i think it's like a maybe an eight part drama what's okay. is that is that the one where she's trying to find her brother's killers is it uh dad's killer uh husband's killers and the killers. What's the girl? What's the girl in it? She. Oh God, I can't remember. So she, she ain't the girl from the first In Betweeners film. No, Do I don't know? think so. No. Well, she might be, but I don't yeah, recall yeah. her as that. Oh, okay. But no, that that's really good. So then, having as I said, that was a bit out of time. But then it um, reminded me of some other stuff I've seen over the last few years that, I, that still stick with me. It's really good. Um, one of them was actually recommended by my dad, and it's a documentary. It's on BBC Two called A House Through Time. And one of them was about this house in Bristol on Guinea Street. Uh, I don't know if yeah. I, yeah, I've seen that one. Um, so this is just up from, is it the Coliseum pub yeah, yeah. on yeah. Redcliffe? Yeah, and um, the ostrich, isn't it? Yeah, and they, yeah, basically in between those those yeah. two. And it's it's quite slow, but it's actually just really engaging. It's one of those things you... I think it was six, it's over six episodes, each of about an hour. And it's just tracing back the history of this, this one particular house, which which is still there now on Guinea Street. Um, and it takes you all the way back to the sort of slave trading of Bristol. And it it's a really eye-opening account of, you know, who the families would have been, what roles they would have been, what the sociological dynamics would have been. Just found it really, really interesting. I'm not a big history buff or anything, but 
I think because of the Bristol connection, I just found it really engaging. Yeah, I, I did watch that one actually. Yeah, re- really good. Um, and then the other other thing, I, th- I think I you're fine. I think you find Rob. I think you find Rob is that house there that I'm showing it, you on the it's photo. It's that house. You stood outside it. Yeah, yeah. I'm being photo. There you go. Um, and then the other thing that I thought about that I'd I'd watched that really engaged me was a drama series on BBC a couple of years ago, probably three years ago, called The Serpent. Don't know if either of you guys watched that. Um, that yeah, was no. so, sort of following the seventies. Far Eastern hippie trail, yeah, so and it, it based around a real life story of a murderer and con artist of the time, yeah. And again, I thought that was really good. Um, there's something both one of you said about comedy that just made me think of something. Um, Kunk on Britain. Yeah. Have either of you seen Kunk on Britain? I've, yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen, I've seen snippets. It's Diane Morgan, isn't it? Yeah, a, a, a mockumentary. It is absolutely hilarious. She's based good, based on the kind of things you like, office, partridge, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, she was in that. She was in Britain is is right in that. that she was, a, she was in afterlife, wasn't she? She was in afterlife. She was a she was a girl with the big glasses, wasn't she? In afterlife. Oh yeah. Uh, I can tell. I'm not sure I've seen afterlife yet. It's one of those that I need oh, to catch oh, on. Go on, Rob, cut on it. Um, and then I skipped on to music and. A band I'm going to see in October called Deco, and they sort of they they do their own stuff. They're a UK band, probably in their late twenties, early thirties, but they've got a real sort of electronica feel about them, real sort of eighties electronica. Okay, yeah. Um, but what they sort of threw them into the public spotlight is they do all these mashups with sort of, oh, what would this sound if it was released, it sound like if it was released in the 80s? Well, I think you've told so, me about this before, haven't you? Um, Wonder, they did a couple of Oasis ones, Wonderwall's one that sticks to mind, and when they tweeted it, expecting a barrage from the Gallaghers, they both absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah, you'll find, you can find them easily, mm. and you just find yourself watching so many different uh, videos that they've done, but also of their own stuff, um, there's a really good video with um, our old friend Barry from EastEnders in. Nice. Um, nice. So that's good. Um, and then there's um, two sort of independents that I've come across recently. One I've told Patch about before is Pen Friend. And that, that's basically um, a, a woman called Laura Kidd, who up until very recently was based in Bristol. And is sort of like a independent songwriter, music producer. I'd say alternative pop rock style. Um, most recent collaboration on an album was with Rat of Ned's Atomic Dustin. Mm. So quite quite bizarre, but yeah, really good sound. And then the most recent I'd heard is um, a band who was sort of a, a bluesy rock, which is back into some of the stuff Patch has been listening to recently. Um, husband and wife pairing from Essex called When Rivers Meet. And um, I've got a couple of freebie EPs from them and constantly re-listening to them. Really, really good. Excellent. Good stuff. One more for me. Ain't No One is the new single from The Shucks. 
So uh, if you if you like the Shucks, which often appears at the end of our podcasts, they've got a new single out coming out on Friday. So hope they're hoping that will be their second UK country chart number one. Obviously, the first one was Whiskey nice. Falls. It's good. Brilliant. All right, we're going to call it to a draw it to a close there. Big thanks to Rob for coming on and, yeah, and doing brilliant. that bespoke quiz for us. And uh, yeah, every success. Wish you every success with with that and your your residency at the Windmill Pub in Portishead. Yeah, correct. No, absolute pleasure. Tuesday, eight o'clock. Was it? What's that? Tuesdays at eight o'clock. No, it'll be so it'll be Tuesdays seven for seven fifteen. Drinks at seven, starts at seven fifteen. More or less, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I'm looking forward to it, and no, really, really happy to uh, to make it onto your your main pod. Um, I, I find it very, very entertaining, um, and I'm glad I've been able to return the favour and no, entertain quality. you two for the evening. Yeah, quality, yeah. mate. Brilliant, uh, good stuff. Okay, so that's episode one nine seven in the bag. Um, Two more, and then we get our episode 200. We'll see what we can conjure up for that. But uh, just to say as well, good luck to Joe Sims, friend of the show, as he ventures into morning breakfast uh, BBC Radio Bristol slot. So we're looking forward to seeing how that pans out. And uh, I'm sure he'll be fantastic at it. So uh, he will be. Do we we know when that starts, Patch? Yeah, uh, probably the second week in October, I think. Excellent. But um, yeah, he's, he's... he said he's got to get used to the knobs and whistles first and what they all do. So, um, yeah, it's going to be in October. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitter at 3PIAPC. Obviously, we've got Robin's review that is post-match reaction to every Bristol City match and Robin's reunited. We'll have a few more of those coming up soon. But for now, we'll leave it there. Cheers for listening, everybody, and take care. Right, all, cheers, Rob. Cheers. Good night, gang. Cheers. cheers.